In today's show, we've got news about Aulani Resort mobile app going live, Walt Disney World entertainment updates, Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World, headline news, trivia, and so much more in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Before we get too far along, I do want to mention our sponsors uh, for the show, which is Destinations to Travel. doesn't matter if you're planning a family vacation or a destination wedding. Uh, some cruise lines are starting to open up, apparently, from what I hear at the end of this uh, month. And uh, there's all sorts of travel that you can plan. And when that time comes and you can freely move about the world, you know, destinations of travel is going to be there. You're already going to be planning for it. You're all going to be uh, making sure that you have all your ducks in a row. And our good friends at destinations of travel are uh, the best at what they do. So they've got uh, some specials that we did want to tell you about. Uh, the magic is here. It's happening at, at uh, Walt Disney World. Play, stay, and save up to $500. You can also save up to $35. Uh, for most days from January until April of 2021, uh, Magic is here room offer for select residents, the Florida Residence Disney Magic Flex ticket and the 2021 Walt Disney World packages are all now available. So how do you get in touch with these good folks? You might ask. I'm glad you did. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. There's a short little form. Fill that out. And someone from Destinations to Travel will be in touch with you shortly. That's uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for Destinations to Travel. How you doing, T? Good. How about you? Oh, man. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, kind of a weird day today. This is the first day in the office since the time changed. So, you know. Right. Right. I feel like it's midnight. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm some issues kind of trying to stay focused on what time it really is. Uh, but uh, I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. You're well? Yeah. Hanging in there. Living the uh, COVID dream. <laughs> <laughs> we all kind of are. <laughs> I can't tell so, if it's a dream or a nightmare, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Hey, if you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., why don't you join us at facebook.com forward slash Disney podcast? Uh, you can join all of our Disney friends there. We've got a good crew of people there now, and you can uh, you come hang out. Let us know in the chat room how your day's going uh, and where you're listening or watching from. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what'd you do Disney this weekend? Anything fun? No, actually uh, nothing. So. Yeah, just uh, kind of stayed at home, hung out, you know, taking a break. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I did about the sa- uh, same thing. We had a busy, busy day on Saturday because uh, we had, you know, the trick-or-treaters. We actually had a slew of trick-or-treaters. Uh, and then we had a Halloween party to go to, which was interesting. Right. Um going to a party in the middle of COVID. Luckily, everybody was at the party. I'd been hanging out with all through the COVID experience anyway, so... Mm kind of like a typical saturday night except we were all dressed up and had a lot of food uh 
Right. So yeah, it's kind of our it's kind of our day right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anything else you want to want to touch on real quick? No, I got nothing interesting well, this week. There's nothing else we can do. Nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now Disney Parks podcast news. Well, on November 1st, Awani at Disney Resort and Spa began their phased reopening, and Disney's looking forward to welcoming you and your family back on your next vacation uh, to help maximize vacation time with your Ohana while safely enjoying all the Alani Resort has to offer. Disney's launched the new Alani Resort mobile app. With app in hand, you can explore the magic of Alani Resort before arriving, including the sprawling uh, Waikoloha uh, Valley Pool Area, Waikolohi. I can never do it Hawaiian names very well. Well, whether you prefer admiring the view from a quiet, romantic, infinity-edge pool, floating along a lazy river, or splashing down water slides, there's plenty of opportunities for family fun. Uh, the convenient features in the Alani Resort mobile app will allow you to plan your day, stay connected, and explore all the magic that's happening during your visit. Uh, you can manage your Alani Resort reservation details. You, be- you can begin the check-in process in advance using their uh, convenient online check-in service. You can also search for fun and interactive activities uh, in the daily Iwa, Iwa, Loa. I can't tell if that's an I or yeah. or, or that. Uh, you can find places of interest on the resort map. Uh, so be sure to check out Disney's Know Before You Go page before your next Alani resort uh, vacation. Uh, you can locate the new app in your mobile devices app store by searching for the key terms such as Alani, that's A U L A N I, Hawaii, Disney Resort Vacation, Koalona, Koalina, Koalina. Koolina. Yeah, yeah. Koolina. K O O L I N A. Go. Go. <laughs> I have not been there yet. Have you? No. Yeah. No, I've not. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. Sounds like we should go. <clears throat> uh, if you have not been paying attention to any Disney news last week, then you don't know that uh, every single entertainment department has been decimated. They've uh, all been laid off. So uh, Disney decided to put out a little statement. And uh, Walt Disney World Resort offers a treasure trove of experiences for guests of all ages. Uh, While they recognize that part of the magic of visiting any Disney park is seeing uh, favorite friends, uh, Disney friends, obviously, and discovering one-of-a-kind shows and performances. Since the reopening, they've continued to modify character experiences and entertainment throughout the resort. Uh, while they are also taking the appropriate steps for health and safety of their guests and cast members. Recently, they've had some difficult decisions to reduce the workforce as a business uh, impacts uh, from the COVID-19 pandemic have become more long-lasting and longer than anyone ever predicted. As a result, they've had to pause many live shows and entertainment experiences at the resorts for longer than originally anticipated. When it is possible, 
at this time to fully replace the incredible entertainment that existed throughout uh, their parks before the pandemic. Uh, they are uh, offering live entertainment in new ways whenever possible, including character cavalcades in all four parks and pop-up appearances like discovering joy from inside out, frolicking on the lawn near the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot. Additionally, they are featuring modified shows such as the popular For the First Time in Forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and live musical performances like the Main Street Philomagic... I always want to say that, Philomagic. Philharmonic in Magic Kingdom or the Discovery Island drummers at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This extends to their seasonal offerings with Halloween underway or Halloween was underway uh, when this came out, uh, and the holiday uh, nights around the corner. In fact, the fan-favorite Voices of Liberty are set to make their return to join the Jaminators and the Mariachi Cobre at the American Garners Theater uh, during the upcoming Taste of Epcot International Festival of Holidays beginning November 27th. Determining which shows can return and when is a complex process. As with the rest of their phased reopenings, we will consider the guidance of the health officials and government agencies in determining when the time will be right to adjust the capacity as soon as appropriate and will start to bring additional entertainment back. Like most of our fans, we know that uh, beloved entertainment casts are an incredible, special, essential part of the Disney experience. And we look forward to the day when they can welcome them back to live entertainment in the parks. And we will share more when those announcements are available. I know a lot of other websites and podcasts are telling everybody to write to guest services. And this was, I think, the result of that is Disney putting out this statement saying, hey, listen, we, we hear you. We got you. But mm-hmm. right now, we just can't afford to keep people on the payroll and have them right. do nothing. Uh, so when the time is right to bring back, whenever they can, entertainment, whatever p- capacity, modified or whatever, uh, you know, they will do that. I mean, you know, everything was, you know, if you saw the long list, it was, you know, the Beauty and the Beast show, uh, the Hoop to Do review, you know, it was just a long list of every show on property was just, you know, listed. So, you know, as sad as that may be, and yes, I agree. I mean, going to the parks and it's really now just about attractions. You know, how many attractions can you get on for the bang Mm -hmm. of your dollar? I mean, that's what the the way people are looking at this. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to go and have fun. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to, you know, maybe just watch a show or two and, you know, dine there's not that many places to dine uh it's you know you have to mobile order your food in almost all the places there's no shows uh so you know people are going in and now really just saying all right if i go how many attraction things can i squeeze in so i can feel like my day is satisfied or i've gotten the bank for my dollar you know for that visit and that's just i think the way people are thinking right now so you know you make it what you can you know, until things change. Right. And it's been, uh, it's been difficult, man, especially with all of the friends that we have who are yeah, cast yeah. Men, yeah, who are just getting, 
yet another punch right to the gut. And it's just hard to, uh, it's really hard because we we're trying to stay positive for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all the, all the things that, uh, go along with the job and the loss of income. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's just, it's just tough. It's just a tough time. And, you know, when you see good friends of ours, you know, they're putting things out, they're trying to create some type of income and, Mm-hmm. it's just hard there's so many things you, you don't have to to go far you do a quick google search you do a quick facebook search and you can uh you can you can find different ways you can uh support them uh there's a um what is that the um cast, cast member, member pantry. Mm-hmm. you know you can go go make a donation there volunteers or volunteer opportunities to do it you know mm-hmm we're probably going to try to think about some ways that we can help with Thanksgiving dinners. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, they can't, they can't work and we've got COVID to deal with. So there's all sorts of extra, yeah. you know, ways that we can, right. That's just, uh, you know, if you're the praying type or the, the good thoughts, prayers, you know, that kind of type of person, please remember the Casper cause they're dying a thousand deaths cause they love bringing the magic to us. And they can't. And now they're dealing with, you know, what am I going to do for a living? And I was talking to a friend of mine who is married to a cast member. And they said, the thing is, is they can't go get another job as quickly because, well, A, everybody's trying to get a job. And B, if they get to the second interview and they look at their resume and go, oh, you've been at Disney for 15 years. Mm. That person's thinking, well, at the, at the, you know, as soon as Disney reopens, this person's going to quit. Yeah. You know, so they're screwed no matter what they do. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, let's remember that Thanksgiving is happening at Walt Disney World-ish. So if you're planning to celebrate Thanksgiving at Walt Disney uh, World, uh, here's a list of locations where you can find a great holiday meal. Um, this list includes venues with special ha Thanksgiving meals that have been announced. So there's probably some more. They just didn't make this list. Right. Uh, over the Magic Kingdom, Liberty Tree Tavern, it's it's the one. It's the best one. Yep. Uh, it's well known for serving one of the best family-style traditional Thanksgiving meals in all of Walt Disney World property. The best part about it is it's served 365 days per year and not just on Thanksgiving Day. Uh-huh. Their Patriots platter comes piled high with roasted turkey, pot roast, and carved pork roast. Uh, and is accompanied by traditional sides such as mashed potatoes, seasonal veggies, herb stuffing, and house-made macaroni and cheese sounds good right uh if we go over to disney springs you've got enzo's hideaway which is great and maria and enzo's which is not experience an authentic rustic italian twist on thanksgiving offerings at Maria and Enzo's and Enzo's Hideaway for for a gourmet meal starring their roasted turkey breast and pancetta uh, stacked high with all the fixings. Enjoy the main course along with a plate full of polenta stuffing with mascarpone cream, cranberry squash caponata and green beans for $37 per adult and $19 per child. They've got the pricing thing down right, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for for children nine and under at each restaurant, just the way Nona used to make it. So sure. you also got, yeah, you've also got the Edison, which I thought was still closed, but apparently it's been reopened. Yes, 
from slow oven roasted turkey and creamy mashed potatoes with gravy to savory house-made stuffing, brown sugar, honey glaze, baby carrots, and fresh cranberry chutney, the Edison offers a traditional price-fixed Thanksgiving meal with all the classic trimmings. The feeling of a home-cooked meal is guaranteed with these comfort food favorites prepared from scratch. Guests can indulge in these dishes for $35 per person and $19 per child, nine and under. And if you want to go a somewhat more traditional Thanksgiving dinner, Marmoto Asia is featuring a pan-Asian feast uh, for Thanksgiving with a full menu of inventive cuisine, uh, including everything from their highly acclaimed carved Peking duck to bowls of their piping hot signature ramen varieties. Guests will be privy to a dining experience like no other against the stunning backdrop of delightfully designed, excuse me, artfully designed 36 foot high ceilings adorned with cascading chandeliers. Notice it's the only place that's talking about the decor. <laughs> well, you want, you want something to look at while you're eating turkey. I, I, or just, want duck. <laughs> I just want to look at my plate. Uh, over at Disney's Wilderness Lodge at the Whispering Canyon Cafe, a traditional and amusing Tony's air quotes here cornucopia of food will be offered at this beloved restaurant this thanksgiving we don't have a lot of details yet but we know they're serving something so go check out whispering canyon cafe if you can get into the resort yeah interesting i I, listen uh at least it hasn't been canceled right (laughs) right so if you are coming hopefully you can grab something i'm heading over to trattatoria el forno possibly okay uh, I assume they'll have something turkey on there. We might not be going to uh, to where we were going, so we might be doing Thanksgiving. You're welcome to come. Okay. Or you I'll welcome, let you know. You're welcome to come to Tratatoria. <laughs> Either way, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Disney announced a change in the virtual queue procedures for Rise of the Resistance. And this change will actually help some people. Possibly get a shot at this. So here are the two new changes. Guests with a valid ticket or annual pass and a Disney Park Pass reservation for the studios will now be able to access the virtual queue system and check for an available boarding group starting at 7 a.m., the day of their park reservation, and this now can be done at your hotel or wherever you are nearby at that time. You don't have to be in the park to do so. So I think maybe for the locals, that may be a little bit tough. I don't know what the GPS radius, when they say nearby, what that means. Is that a five-mile radius? You know, do I have to be at the toll plaza? You know what's the radius? You know, give me, give me, a, give me a ballpark. Map it out for me, there, Disney. Give me, give me, give me some statistics. Yeah, yeah. Give me, draw a circle and tell me I have to be in this circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Our, our house is really close to property, but to get there, it's a little bit longer than we really yeah, wanted. Probably longer than the uh, crow flies. Uh, and you may not be yeah. in Disney's inner circle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, and also the virtual queue will remain open, uh, will reopen then at daily at 2 p.m. for anyone who has not gotten the, you know, 9 a.m. Uh, queue time. But notice that guests must be inside the park for the 2 p.m. 
queuing. So you can't be at home at, or at your resort to do that one. So if you miss that one, you are going to have to get out of bed and get to the park uh, to be inside the park for the uh, 2 p.m. queuing ceremony, uh, as <laughs> I've now dubbed it. Uh, so there you go. So these are some uh, interesting changes. We'll see if this makes a difference. If uh, you know people can get you know a better shot at it. I mean, you now can do it two hours prior to. You don't have to sit there at nine. Right now, everybody's gonna be doing it at seven. That's right from, from their hotel room. That's right, or the skyline, and, or wherever they are. <laughs> right. And, you know, now with the extra, you know, uh, safety precautions they've, they've added, mm. who knows? Who knows? The sky is the limit with that ride. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, maybe, maybe you have a better shot. Maybe, you know, because they're not doing, you know, one person per vehicle now. Maybe they're right. going, oh, wait, we can fit two people on a vehicle? <laughs> Ooh. We've doubled our capacity. They can literally just say, we've doubled our capacity. <laughs> exactly. Uh if you like the show and want to to support us uh, by keeping us on the air for free or allowing us to do some really cool things behind the scenes that uh, you may or may not know about, we want to encourage you to go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast uh, because that's the best way to do that. You can sign up for different levels of support each month. It doesn't have to be a lot, um, but we've got a, some cool things happening for you. At every level, there's some swag that we give you. Uh, plus, if you go in at the $5 a month level, you get uh, two extra shows each week. Uh, if you go in at the $10 level, we do an extra show for uh, the Disney Plus uh, streaming service. And if you like uh, if you like extra content and you want to get some really cool uh, Disney uh, swag, you can get the Disney by the numbers T-shirt club shirts uh, and get all three shows and support us for thirty five dollars a month. And you don't have to do anything. The shirts are shipped directly to you. Uh, so that'd be kind of cool. And a couple of other things that we just added. If you want to pay annually, you can save 10 percent. And we're also doing uh, a level up campaign. So if you're at the five dollar level and you jump up to the $10 a month level, not only will you get the perks at the $10 level, not only will you get the additional show, we're also going to send you a hand-embroidered Pixar hat. Like, yep. it's a cool hat. Or if so. you join and you're new, you'll also get the hat on top of everything else you would normally receive. There you go. So go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, I know it's a crazy uh, year that we're living in, uh, but uh, we appreciate each and every person that supports us. Uh, we also do live shows. We do all sorts of stuff. We just got done doing a watch party for The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, so we do a lot of fun stuff over there. So go check that out. Patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. All right. Last week we had a trivia question. It was, how many daughters does King Triton have in The Little Mermaid? And I really didn't know the answer to this. But I didn't it, either. It was seven. He had seven huh. daughters. Uh, I I feel sorry for you, King Triton. I really do. That was, Boy, uh, college bills are going to be through the roof. <laughs> Never mind that. The wedding bill. <laughs> oh, the wedding bill will be immense. Uh, anyway, uh, Tina W. Uh, I think it's around here somewhere. Uh, it'll be in the mail uh, this week. Uh, sorry, this week's trivia question is this. Uh, I'm not sure. This is probably Googleable. It's Googleable. Mm -hmm. What was the first original Disney song 
to win an Academy Award for Best Original Song. So what was the first original Disney song to win an Academy Award for Best Original Song? Not a Grammy, but an Academy nope. Award. Uh, nope. If you know the answer, send it to at Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail. All righty. Good stuff. Uh, now you can select Enchanting Extras at Disney World, now available to book online, which is cool. Uh, Walt Disney World Enchanting Extras Collection. Wow. Third nomenclature. Mm. The book. Uh, includes a variety of activities, dining events, tours, and more. Uh, now, some of the enchanting extras are available to book on the official Disney site and on the My Disney Experience app. Enchanting extras available to book online include Droid Depot, Savvy's Workshop, The Wilderness Back Trail Adventure. It's kind of cool. Guests staying at Disney Resort Hotels will be able to book these experiences 70 days in advance of their visit. Guests not staying at Disney Resort Hotels could book experiences up to 60 days in advance. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. At least they brought back one tour. Yes. Brought back one. Brought back one. That's just a few more to go. <laughs> For a few hundred billion more to go. <laughs> Feels like. Well, first of all, that was a, a pretty limited because it was only like 12 people, I think, they took out at a time. It's all outside. It's on segways. You're moving. That was a no-brainer, right? That was easy to bring back. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, uh, Florida Blue is now partnering with Disney, providing new offerings virtually uh, at Epcot. So Florida Blue is one of the state's leading health insurers and has formed a multi-year relationship as the official sponsor of Walt Disney World Resort to provide engaging experiences to guests who visit Epcot as well as their homes. Uh, the relationship kicks off this month, providing residents of select 55 and plus communities an opportunity to bring Taste of Epcot International Food and Wine Festival to their homes through a virtual event featuring culinary demonstrations with a Disney chef, special musical guests, and other Disney experiences. I am moving to a 55 and older community as soon as this show is over. Well, there's one right down the street, literally. <laughs> I mean, if I can get uh, Disney to come to my backyard, yeah, does it get any better? <laughs> mm, no, no. <laughs> uh, Sarah Island, Florida Blue Executive Vice President of Government Programs and Diversified Business, had this to say about the partnership. Uh, Florida Blue is dedicated to providing health insurance uh, solutions to Floridians of all ages, uh, from childhood through to the golden years, just as Walt Disney World uh, Resort provides a multi-generational appeal through its variety of engaging experiences and entertainment when they're operational. By forming this new relationship with Disney, they are aligning two strong Florida brands to provide residents at every age uh, with unique event and opportunities that can be achieved with a touch of Disney magic. 
Nice. Uh, the relationship will expand next year as Florida Blue and Disney teams up uh, to bring Epcot guests unique experiences inside the theme park, as well as special opportunities for residents at Select 55 and all the communities. Details on those additional offerings will be available at a future date. Nice. I think that's interesting that they're, you know, trying to have like an outreach. You know, listen, you can't come to us. We understand. Uh, but, hey, we're going to bring a little Disney to you. I assume one of the places they're going to go is the Villages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's they're like, the places they get the most bang for their buck. So yeah. they're not going to go to this little community next door. It's sure. only got like 200 people. But the Villages now. Yeah. Yeah, and it it all right. So I have viewed a couple of fifty five and older communities, uh, places, and most of them have a huge, uh, you know, concert place. You know, with a big stage and elaborate lighting and mixers and microphones and wireless stuff, and you know, so they're not you know really, you know, in the garage. You know, doing these things. I mean, these places have a. Uh, you know, pretty big uh, clubhouses and event spaces to do these kind of events. So I could see them, you know, partnering yeah. up and doing it, you know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, in an event that I'm sure that Tony will probably be signing up for as soon as we get done here, uh, Morimoto Asia presents Toki Tuesdays in November. Uh, Morimoto Asia Disney Springs presents Toki Tuesdays, uh, an intimate ticketed event highlighting authentic Japanese style street food inspired by the sweet and savory ready to eat dishes sold by outdoor vendors in open air markets in Japan. It's exactly what we need right now. Uh, Toki Tuesdays will take place from 830 to 930 on November 10th and November 17th. The exclusive and socially distanced dining experience hosted by executive chef uh, Yuhai Fujinaga uh, will be held in the second floor of Morimoto Asia and is limited to only 30 tickets per night. That's cool. Have, Have you got your tickets yet? No. But I am you going better, to get one. Better jump on it. Morimoto <laughs> uh, Asia, Disney Springs, Toki Tuesday Street Food. Sorry, guests will enjoy a lineup of classic recipes with a unique flair featuring menu items and beverages that celebrate Japanese flavors. Four stations will feature the following authentic Japanese street food. Uh, the tak- uh, takoyaki, which is octopus fritters. With okonomi sauce, uh, bonito, nori, and pickled ginger, Tony's favorite. Uh, okonomiyaki, which is Osaka-style savory pancake with pork belly, cabbage, and Japanese mayo, which sounds good. Uh, yakitori, which is a grilled chicken skewers and chicken meatball skewers, which sounds great. And then ramen, uh, featuring spicy beef, miso ramen, scallions, corn, bean sprouts, and sesame. So you got four stations. Of those four stations, which of those four will you be eating? The last two. That's what I thought. Tickets are $42 per person plus tax and gratuity, which includes your first drink. All guests must be at least 21 years of age to attend. Uh, and if you'd like, uh, oh, maybe I have a link here. Toki Tuesdays will operate according to all local and state regulations and adhere to the restaurant's dine safe commitment to care protocol with predetermined seating at individual tables. I'm sure you can go to morimoto.com or morimotoasia.com yeah. mm-hmm. 
is the website I believe you go to. So go check that out. That sounds fun. Yeah. We should go. Um, it's, it's only on honor. two Tuesdays. It's uh, Maybe. All right. Think about it. Maybe. I'll, I'll do my best. Right. It'd have to be the 17th. Okay. Uh, it's back. <gasps> with yes, a vengeance. Back. <laughs> uh, back the here, Disney yeah. holiday sing-along is coming soon to ABC. So after the successful of both the Disney Family Long Sing-Along and the Disney Family Sing-Along Volume 2, it is no surprise that Disney and ABC are uh, bringing a third version. Uh, this time it is holiday-themed. Uh, this will be a brand new ABC special titled The Disney Holiday Sing-Along. Uh, we'll be uh, bringing Christmas cheer to families uh, right from the comfort of your own home. Nice. Uh, ABC is getting uh, into the Utah spirit according to its slate holiday programming that includes the return of the Disney Family Sing-Along franchise with a new special, the Disney Holiday Sing-Along. It's set to air on Monday, November 30th at uh, 8 p.m., such your VCRs and DVRs. Uh, the sing-along franchise has been a strong uh, ratings driver for the network uh, earlier in the year. And the uh, Disney Family Sing-Along and the Disney Family Long Sing-Along Volume 2 drew in a combined 22.3 million crazed Disney fans. Uh, wow. Performers and additional details of the sing-along have not been announced yet. So we don't know who's going to be in this yet. Uh but early in the year, it was people like Jordan Fisher, Josh Gad, Derek Huff, Julianne Huff, uh, and Stamos, uh, you know, all the regular Disney participants, usual suspects. Mm-hmm. So I would expect to see, you know, more of those back. But, uh, yeah, so uh, check for more details. When we have them, we'll bring them out. But uh, it's Monday, November 30th at 8 p.m. currently on ABC mm-hmm. or your local ABC affiliate. Check your local listings. <laughs> Check your local listings. Or if you've cut the cord, ABC app. Yeah. <clears throat> ABC's Disney Christmas Parks special to be reimagined mm-hmm. for 2020. What a shock. <laughs> Many families tune in to watch the beloved Disney Parks Christmas special or Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day celebration on ABC every year to see wonderful musical numbers and the iconic Christmas parade. This year, however, due to the coronavirus, we may see some big changes for the special. Also on tap is a reimagined Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day celebration set for Friday, December 25th. The special is still in the planning process. What? It's November 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it should be a mix of highlights through the years. That makes the most sense out of anything, along with some new elements per ABC. It's obvious as to why the special needs some reimagining this year. Thank you. The Disney Park Christmas special typically switches between both Walt Disney World and Disneyland as parade floats and special musical guests are cut together to make it appear to viewers that both celebrations are happening simultaneously, even though there's a three-hour difference. They're not. I know. The footage is typically filmed over multiple days in both parks prior to December 25th, so everything can be edited together for families to enjoy at home on Christmas Day. With Disneyland unable to open at this time and Disney World holding modified 
cavalcade celebrations uh, for Christmas. Uh, we were wondering what the special will look like this year, but we look forward to seeing what Disney can come up with to entertain and delight us on Christmas Day. I Let up- me throw my two cents in before you do. If you're going to do it, Disney, start with the very first one. And just do classic Christmas songs from the past. Mm-hmm. Don't try to go crazy and have all the kids from the latest Disney villains, whatever. Just do traditional family Christmas. Just be done with it for just one year and just do the very first one. Show show like stuff that's happened from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s like do a little bit of like everything. joan london and regis doing the original yeah yeah let me do you yes yeah yeah now if you thought yeah. that in the past previous five six seven eight years that it was too commercially well oh, wait no. until you see this year's commercial <laughs> it's gonna be a lot commercially it's going to be one commercial with a little bit of Christmas show thrown in. <laughs> there may be Christmas you know. music over the commercial that you watch. But hey, honest to God, I'll take that over the politic ads. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. Take that right now over the yeah. he said, he said of it all. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take I it. mean, the they crap should out. go back to like a Walt in front of the Christmas tree telling the night before Christmas story. You know, start. With that video, and then progress through the years, that would be uh, fun. And l- listen, I, I, I put something on Disney Plus, like entertaining, like that, you know, for the holidays too. You know, I hope I see a Yuletide fireplace thing on Disney Plus that I can, you know, watch. You know, the thing is, they've got all that archival footage. They could literally put every year yeah on there keep the old commercials in that'd be hilariously awesome I know, I know. like they did uh for the other uh yeah, disney world yeah. thing that they did the uh with the uh, mickey mouse club those right. old commercials are amazingly good yeah yeah i agree that's my thought yeah yeah all right uh hey my disney experience is now sending uh mask reminders to guests like you need one of course they are (laughs) like like you didn't trip over 50 signs getting through the front door and then Mm -mm. you don't get an announcement every 15 minutes now to put your damn mask on (laughs) now they're sending them to you on your phone just to make sure you didn't miss it (laughs) uh if you've been to disney world uh since its reopening uh and you've worn a mask obviously because it is a rule uh they now have some uh, strict reinforcements. Uh, Disney World Resort has been taking warnings one step further by sending guests uh, on the My Disney Experience app notifications while they are in the park. Uh, probably just another good reason to turn it off, the, the app inside the park, so you don't get notified. Stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney World has a strict mask rule, and they have been uh, doing lots to make sure uh, all guests are respecting and abiding uh, by this new health and safety regulations. Uh, you can see that Disney will now be able to remind guests about wearing the mask via your phone, uh, or you can opt out of messaging. Just another thing you can turn off, by the way. I would do. Uh, this approach is slightly different uh, to other warnings. 
uh, heard at all for uh, Florida theme parks. Disney's uh, signage is uh, constant audio <laughs> reminders. Uh, guests will then actually be removed from the park if you're not aware of the guests. Uh, I just, I know it has nothing to do with this, but I just read that uh, Fun Spot has failed their COVID compliance for the Whoop. third time. What? So there are places in Florida that are not doing it as well as Disney. So if you complain that, you know, they're doing all these things and it's a pain in the neck, well, it's because they're trying to keep everybody safe. And there are other places in Florida that are not really concerned too much about your safety. They should just play this every five minutes. Can you hear that? <laughs> the purge. You're about to enter the Walt Disney World Resort. You must have a mask on at all times. <laughs> Always have a mask on. Is that from The Purge? Yeah. Yeah. For the next 12 hours, you must oh, have a mask. That's what they're playing at Fun Spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. But true. All right. <clears throat> there are no plans yet to open Main Street USA in Disneyland. So let me get this straight. You can open Buena Vista Lane or whatever the name of that street Buena is. Buena Vista Street. But you can't open Main Street USA. How bad did Disneyland piss off the governor? How bad? Jeez. I think it's size. I think it's a size problem. Oh, I'm sure it is. With uh, with yesterday, uh, excuse me, with the recent news that Disney will reopen the gates to Disney California Adventure, fans were, and not by saying reopening, I mean, they're just literally opening the street so they could do shopping. And I think there's like one dining experience or two. They're not opening the park. It's just like the right. street. Correct. Uh, with with the news that Disney's reopening the gates at Disney California Adventure, fans were wondering if Disney would do the same thing for Main Street USA, which is literally steps away. Before Disney announced their plans to extend Downtown Disney into California Adventure, it was theorized that Disney could and should reopen their theme parks for a Taste of Disneyland event where they could offer shopping and dining without opening up the attractions. Makes sense. Uh, as it's been shown in other theme parks, the move to open up as a shopping and dining venue is allowed under the strict state guidelines and opening up in such a manner could actually save some jobs. Governor Newsom really not worried about that. So now, according to a report from Newport Beach Patch, a Disney spokeswoman said that they don't have any plans to open up Main Street USA at this time. Of course, it's likely that Disney's waiting to see how the November opening of Buena Vista Street and Disney California Adventure goes before committing to opening up more sections of their theme parks. Uh, but we can certainly hope and dream and we can see Disney expanding the idea to more areas if it is well received and safely operated which you know they're going to be very, very safe. Yeah. I mean, they've opened the warehouse thing uh, for additional shopping uh, to get right. rid of their holiday stuff. They're opening up Buena Vista. I mean, they're opening up everything they can without literally turning on the attractions, you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I just think that... I mean, Disneyland Main Street, I think, may not open just because of its sheer width. 
and that it, it may be a little bit more difficult to social distance people in such a smaller, tighter space than Buena Vista Street. You know, I, I just I, that's my only guess is why they may not do it at all. But if but you could control traffic through there, you know, you could. Yeah, you could. It's not that the, it's not, but you have to remember their stores are not like ours. They're not one continuous shot. You would actually have to go in and come out and go in and come out and go in and come out. You know, right. like our Emporium really just is one giant store from one end to the right. other, but their right. stores are not. So that may mm. just be a little bit more difficult with, you know, getting people to go in one way and come out the other. But listen, right. they, they do it on hours very efficiently. They just lock all the doors. Right. <laughs> you know. So it, it could happen, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of faith in that happening. I could see right. more stuff maybe opening up in California Adventure before uh, before Disneyland yeah. Main Street opens up. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So uh, if you have not, uh, head over to T Public. Uh, let's get that. It, it's up on the scroll there if you're watching uh, live on the Facebook. Uh, if not, you want to go to uh, com forward slash stores forward slash Disney hyphen parks hyphen podcast. Uh, we mm. have a whole bunch of stuff there uh, that you can buy masks and a, a certain uh, portion of those proceeds uh, do go to charity as well all right john are you all ready right. <laughs> yep i am how about a little headline news and now the headline news all right uh first up the french president is imposing a nationwide like lockdown, including Disneyland Paris again. I hear he's good friends with Governor Newsom. Open, we're close. Open, we're close. Open, we're close. Open, close. Guess which one we are today? <laughs> we are close. Thank we you. Have a nice day. You get your croissant to get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Adventure by Disney uh, suspended even more departures. There's a l- list of. Private adventures, if you really have a bugaboo about doing an adventure by Disney, there's a specific list of seven places that they're going, and they are private, which means you can get your own group of 12 people to go on adventure by Disney. That would be the best thing to do. If you need help with that, contact our travel agents uh, at Destination to Travel to do that. That is your best thing. Mm. Uh, Over at the boardwalk, the Lunar Park uh, slide uh, closure has been extended. Uh, maybe they just ran into some too, some trouble. Uh, has your wife, John, seen these uh, balloon uh, light-up uh, ears for the Christmas season? Let's not talk about those. Thank you. Moving forward. <laughs> so I think last year they had the ones, they were clear with the little red balloon inside them. Now I think it's like a kind of an aqua-colored blue with snowflake things on them. Uh, the very hot item, very very. Hot. Uh, honestly, God, she's not really into those light up balloon things. No, she's no? Not, not very much. Okay, uh, you good for you then. <laughs> uh, Disney and Starbucks have revealed new Christmas mugs and ornaments. So uh, I know there's a lot of people that collect these. They get them every year when they come out. Uh, well, they're out, and you can go get them. 
uh, at any Starbucks at Disney World, obviously. Enjoy. Enjoy. You're welcome. If you can get in, if you can get into Disney World. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Spice Road Table over in Morocco is now uh, temporarily stopped accepting all reservations uh, starting December 10th. So everything after September 10th is canceled. And you know, I I was thinking about this. They, they they're probably going to put some kind of Disney movie intellectual property into that mm-hmm. building. They they have to. They have to. It, it's their mm-hmm. plan. It's their, in their master plan now. So we'll see what happens yeah. there. Uh, and if you've been to the Magic Kingdom uh, Toll Plaza, you know that it's been painted, the new uh, 50th anniversary colors. And now the big Magic Kingdom thing in the middle has now been painted uh, this very shimmering and shining, iridescent uh, pink color. Uh, if you saw the logo and what's going to be on the license plate, and I hope it's iridescent on the pl- license plate, uh, <laughs> that is what uh, is now painted at the uh, toll uh, plaza, at the parking plaza. So um, next time you have to park there, you can check that out. And I still have not seen online where you can get the license plate. I've been looking every day. Yeah. The only way to get a pre-order voucher is to go to your tax collector in Florida, and uh, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to be in that building. Thank you, but no. Uh, So I'm waiting till the online prepaid thing is available, and then I'll purchase my pre-order voucher that way. But um, yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes, and uh, we'll see. All right. Anything else? No. All right, guys, we want to thank you for taking uh, taking part in the show. If you want to join us, you're welcome to 8 p.m. Eastern time, facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, well, Instagram and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, come find us at our home away from home, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com, uh, where we do our show archives, our blog posts, links to our amazing friends and sponsors like our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. There's a little form you fill out. Someone from Destinations to Travel will come uh, call you, email you, whatever you say on the form. They'll contact you. Uh, and then finally, if you want to support the show, please do come over to patreon.com uh, forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. There's all sorts of ways that you can support us. You get some really cool swag and uh, we put out some extra shows just for you guys. And with that, my friends, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 